Okay, so we're back for another episode. I hate insurance. We thought we'd do an episode on homeowners and the homeowners insurance crisis going on in the United States. Some states it's worse than others. Um, what kind of trends are you seeing? Well, I mean, the insurance crisis, the first one I saw was in 1985. And, you know, it's basically you're uninsurable is what you're told after they've taken your money. California, you know, Florida, Louisiana, Mississippi, carriers collect money, then what can happen does happen, and they basically say you're uninsurable. So, uh, obviously, there's a lot of discussion over litigation, you know, that it's litigated, and again, that's why I always say you can't be half pregnant, you have to do the whole job, is because lawyers are going to do their job. Their job is to represent people that are in trouble. And, you know, their home was damaged in a event and the insurance that was sold to them doesn't perform. And so litigation is, you know, growing. And so we have to bench the lawyers, which is what we did with recreation in 1985 when they said that was uninsurable. We insured people that, you know, ran gov guided trips on government land and we had to name the government as an additional insured and a lot of things that the traditional industry said couldn't be done. So to me, now it's just evolving into other lines of business and the lawyers, again, are doing their job representing their clients to try and get us as an insurance industry to do the right thing. So, you know, think ahead of the ball like a good athlete and do the right thing. Don't take people's money that uh, you, you can't make happy. So, you know, and if, if you don't have claims, your homeowner's insurance is probably going up a little bit. If you're in an area of wildfire or earthquake or um, whatever, you, you have, you're more self-insured than you are insured is what you're going to find out. If you've had claims... You know, like the Floridians who've now been through two storms on the Gulf side, Naples, Fort Myers and that, they've had two events where insurance is, you know, if, if I'm the consumer, I would say it mistreated me. But as a buyer, did I buy smart? I don't think so. So again, our solution is an all-in-one policy. Right? We give them everything they need. When and if it does happen, we go help them. We add value by being able to help them manage the claim. If they have a roofer, we write the checks and you know move the ball forward as fast as possible. If they can't find a roofer materials, that's our job as the insurance industry is to do that job. So you gotta show up and do it. So we're seeing more and hearing more about people uh, having forced place insurance. So again, you know, we quote a lot of people, you know, they've had a $10,000 quote, no flood. Now they have to buy flood. So, you know, they got a quote for homeowners for 14000 and floods another 4000 or whatever. And, you know, our all-in-one approach with no deductible and a risk share is probably going to be in that ballpark, but a little bit more money. And they think, oh, you know, I used they're, they're focused on what they used to pay last year with the company that's now bankrupt. So the new market is definitely more than that. Even citizens is increasing rates, and they require you to buy flood now, which they never did before. So, you know, people don't renew. Well, when you don't renew your insurance and you have a loan, whether it's commercial or personal, 
the bank has the right to force place your insurance. And it is like four times what you used to pay. So, you know, now it's just added to your bill and people are starting to see it. And I predict that more and more people are going to get forced placed insurance and the rate is extreme. Why? Because banks don't want any risk. When they loan you money on a building, there's enough equity there where if you fail, they get the building and they, they, they're okay in most cases. Now with, you know, the economy in some areas and commercial buildings being abandoned, banks are in trouble on some of this stuff too. So, you know, they have to insure it. They're not taking on more risk. And so they force place your insurance and it just goes on your bill. So when people start seeing that bill, they start looking at it a little bit differently that, you know, our quote isn't nearly as extreme as they thought. And they forget about what they used to pay because they understand that what they used to pay wasn't what they needed. It's not going to perform like you want if you're an educated consumer. So, you know, Florida is like the perfect experiment. You know, Katrina, as I've said many times, is where I cut my teeth. And the wind and flood argument, you know, lawyers have been getting rich on it before that. And since then, certainly where I've been involved. So, you know, I learned a lot, had a lot of, you know, bad experiences with Katrina, but we survived it. I know how to do it right. I'm the only insurance company that took a Katrina case to jury trial in Gulfport, Mississippi. And every insurance company told me I was going to lose. The industry said we should just pay. And they demanded $5 million on a $50,000 house. And we were set up. This guy was a crook. And, you know, they were trying to make all kinds of money. And we took it to court. And seven jurors, Mississippians, who all had homeowners claims and do hate insurance, just like I do, when we laid out the facts and showed how we treated this guy and paid his claim, they gave us a defense verdict and said, you know, if you would have been our insurance company, we would have been happy because we went and did the right thing. We didn't run away from it or have excuses that we don't cover a part or a portion of your damage and you got to deal with the other guys. When you have eight policies covering your homeowners or two policies or three policies, those different policies are going to look at it differently. And there's gaps between them. And they point at the other guy and say he's underpaying it. So that's why litigation has grown. It's a bad approach, a bad strategy. And, a, you know, it's really simple. Right? All of this stuff is, to me, like being on the playground when you were kids. Now, when we were on the playgrounds, we, we picked better partners. We knew who would stand behind us and who we could win with. Now, as adults, we seem to, you know, give up on the person and, and, and the relationship. And that's really our focus is, you know, partnering with people and knowing them and being there when they actually need you, not when they don't need you. Yeah. So, I mean, really the benefit of the all-in-one is you're going to get your claim paid. When we take care of happens. everything. Yeah. We're not looking not at It's going to be you. an argument with three different policies. And we're not going to let you have a $50,000 deductible if you don't have $50,000 in the bank. That, that's a dead-end road. You know, that's called underwriting. But we really don't underwrite anymore. We rate. And there's algorithms. You, you know, you don't really establish that personal relationship and formulate a strategy. You know, how am I going to make you happy when, when 
you get sued or when the storm happens or whatever. You know, what what is the play? It's kind of like being a Super Bowl team on the one-yard line. You know, they don't have a bunch of plays. They have a couple of plays they've practiced over and over again, and everybody knows their job, and you execute as planned. You don't change the plan at the last minute and run around like a bunch of little eagers in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, if you guys, if you're an insured or you have any insureds that are interested in an all-in-one approach and... Well, and I would say, you know, any agent or insurance professional can contact us. We're open. We don't appoint you. We, we do business with you as their representative. They're your client, but if we insure them, they're our insurance company. So, you know, we want agents and brokers to embrace all of this. We want every insurance company to break, embrace all of this. We would bench the lawyers if we all did it the right way. And I'm not saying, you know, again, in the 1950s and 60s, deductibles and the way all of this worked, but lawyers didn't advertise. The world wasn't as fast-moving as it is now. So, you know, we have to play the game better. And, again, I, everything to me is common sense. I learned it on the playground or I learned it playing sports. And you have to look ahead of the ball. You can't, you know, you can't avoid what's going to happen. You have to say, when, when this happens, what is our plan? And then you execute that way. You know, and it's really about people that either do what they say and they show up and they'll be deposed and, you know, they'll, they'll work with you to, to get to, to a solution. Or there's people who, you know, are going to go get a lawyer and, and sue you because you're an insurance company. So, you know, we, the, the person the insured and the insurance company and those two decision makers are the wild card. That's what insurance complain about is the insurance company paid that they shouldn't have. Insurance companies complain about the insured. So to me, a tighter relationship should bring much better results. And you know, that's what I thought 30 years ago when I formed Prime. And now you know, we have our challenges. It never gets any easier because we do have, you know, a lot of people that say we're wrong, you know, but we continue to have results and see indications that, you know, this strategy works and it's going to continue to work the same way it has since I took over Prime in 95. We've outperformed. We have way more successes than we do failures, but, you know, Katrina was a failure. We certainly, you know, have claims situations that, spin out of control, but we win at least 80% of the time. And uh, you don't have to win 100% of the time. You can't always win. You can't avoid claims. You actually have to go at them and make a positive out of it as much as possible, make happy customers. So, you know, as an industry, we make unhappy customers because instead of stepping up, we step away. We exclude firearms. We exclude assault and battery. We exclude liquor. The solution is you always go buy a separate policy for that because we don't want to do it anymore. And as a buyer, you ought to look at it and say, well, if, you don't, if I own a bar or a hotel or you know, a restaurant and you don't want to do liquor anymore but you want to keep insuring me, is that a good strategy? I don't think so. Do you want a partner that covers as much as they can of your business? And Same with homeowners. You don't want a homeowner's policy that excludes flood or wind when you need it in Florida. It makes you go buy it separately. That That's the 
fundamental difference is they think, look, go buy that separately. That works for us better. It isn't working. It's getting worse, not better. So anyway, I hate insurance. The solutions are right in front of us. You know, I'm not in 92, 93 when, you know, I had the foundation of all of this. You know, I wasn't positive I was right. I was pretty sure. Now I'm more convinced than ever. And all of the evidence that I see, captives, you know, all of the problems, the insolvencies, the litigation, the solutions are forming good partnerships with good people. And you can definitely differentiate yourself from, you know, what's going on in the rest of the world. But you need partners. Well, if you think you're a good partner and want want to partner up with us, give us a call. If you're an insurance agent, we're open market and you can come direct, start writing writing business with us. So my name's Parker Lindsay. Rick Lindsay, my dad and CEO of Prime Insurance and X Insurance. And you can find us on social media or call the office and ask for us anytime. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. See ya.